Basketball Jones. Coach Gianforte was preaching it all week. Play like Basketball Jones. <laughs> ooh, baby. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What was your take on tonight's game, Andrew? Yeah, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't agree anymore. Tonight we did, in fact, play like Basketball Jones. But uh, we started off the game. We knew that they were an athletic team. Just when we saw him warming up. But what we didn't know is that they can make the three ball. Uh, early in the game, we see a couple. We, we go on a little run. We have a couple, a little hot streak, a couple, couple buckets from Yamo. And from what we see, the bench closest to the coaches, for the most part, they're stand up cheering. But at the end, they weren't. And Coach Pino says... The whole bench needs to stand when we score. Then Coach Freeman, Coach Pino says this quietly, Coach Freeman gets up, goes over, and really hits this message home. And from we, what we could tell, this was directly mentioned at Tyler. It, it's really sad that we have to keep bringing this up on how terrible of a teammate he really is. Not, not standing. The only reason he was standing at the beginning is because he didn't have a chair. Poor G-Baby... Gavin Gales didn't have a chair either, but it didn't matter to him. He'd be standing the whole time cheering. He was yelling at everybody, play like basketball Jones. <laughs> he, in fact, was yelling from the treetops to play like basketball Jones. But uh, it was a great game tonight. It was a high-paced game. If you would have told me that Jefferson would have played like that and we would have came out on top, I would have told you you were, you were cracked up. But um, at the beginning of the game, they they come out hot. We come out hot. Yamo, he, he gets his first three of the game, which like we normally see he gets his first three of the game, but then he heats up. It's literally almost every game where Yamo hits his first three of the game. I don't remember a game where he misses his first three. But this game, he kept it going. He heated up, and he went shot for shot with their players for a while. And uh, it, it was... It was a sight to see. We also see a nice swap by Joseph Lemker in the first quarter. It uh, it was uh, he he got a a good hand on the ball, really pounded that thing into the wall. Joseph played a very good game tonight, knocking down the three ball and really giving the effort on the defense. Um, but it had to be kind of tough for him playing against his future cousin. Yeah, what's his name? Um, the we don't know his name. Hair. But he kind of looked like uh, he kind of looked like Butt Sudge. <laughs> kind of looked like Butt Sudge Joe Bean, and um, I think it's Caden maybe. But it's got to be hard for him. That guy's kind of been like a brother for him, and he just absolutely was finishing all over him tonight. It was just a sight to see with Joseph. Yeah, it was a sight to see. We we see at the beginning of the game too, Maverick Berger. He uh, he comes in, gets the jumper buzzer beater to end the first. Now, Maverick Berger, he's making the most of the minutes when he's in. And that's something that we don't see from all these players that are getting in at garbage time and stuff. Maverick, he's not, he's not getting all these minutes like some of these guys. But when he comes in, he shows you why he deserves those minutes. 
But I don't understand what Brody was doing before that. He was burning time. He had Mavi open all day, and he just waited till the last second. That ain't going to work every time, boys. You got to get it to the open man when he's open. Yeah. It was good to see that Yamo and Joe Bean were more on the same page this game. Last game, they were kind of in a bit of an argument with the passing the ball around scenario. Yeah, it, it was a crazy game tonight. I mean, like we said, everybody was hitting the three ball. We had a quote from your Eddie Biku tonight. Man, everybody and a mama putting the three ball in tonight. Now, I mean, I can only assume what that means, that about everybody on the team is putting the three ball in, but that's just the way Eddie speaks, and that it, it was a good quote to summarize the game. Um... The newly employed the ball is back in the studio tonight since you, the fans, have been so generous in giving us views. We do have – oh, we, are, we aren't going to cut to the ball yet. We actually have Eddie Biku on the line with his take of the game. Eddie, you there? Yeah. Um, what was your take on tonight's game? Well, honestly, if we played good in the first half, I would say. But in the second half, after Mike missed that wide-open midi on the corner, I think things started going downhill from there. They started uh, just kind of running all over us. They were shooting deep balls. They were shooting threes with Tristan in his face. It, it kind of went to shit. I mean, it went to crap. But we pulled it back in the end. And Sorry, Eddie, we lost you. <laughs> but... <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, this this was a very fast-paced game. Don't thank you for being at, there. At one point, we see at a timeout, Coach Freeman sits the boys down. We get a quote from him. They are boat racing us. It's pretty simple. Get stops. Offense ain't nothing if there's no defense. That's Coach Freeman. And it's just I, – I really think the players, they took this message to heart. They went back out there, and, and they weren't going to get boat raced anymore. With uh, the speech in the locker room from Coach Gianforte, uh, Coach Greg Stevens passed a message to him. Just win, baby, win. Like basketball Jones. Exactly like basketball Jones. Just win. At all costs. That's what Coach Pino does when he lets Yamo rub his head. Do you think Coach Pino wants... Yamo's greasy hands on his head? No, but it gives the team a better chance to win. Exactly. Like we said before, Coach Pino understands his head can always be washed, but these games cannot be gone back and played again. So he's willing to sacrifice his head. He's willing for plays to be drawn on his head. And it's, it's just astonishing what this man gives to this program and what he gets in return, which it's, it's almost nothing. But one question we did have is... Who's the hidden coach? There's a new guy that's been sitting on the bench by Coach Pino. We don't know him. And we... We call him Coach Gino because we think he <laughs> either came from Coach Gianforte or Coach Pino. So yeah. he's Coach Gino. <laughs> he is Coach Gino. Now, it's that time of the night. The newly employed of the ball, as I was saying, has his hot take. Uh, you know, I consider myself to be a pretty big basketball fan, if I do say so myself. But I was awfully confused. 
They were throwing up two-pointers and then three-pointers. Why is there differences? It should only be twos. Threes and right, one-pointers right, are right, stupid. All right. The, the ball, we are sorry, ladies and gentlemen. The ball is still living in... 40s basketball where there is no three-point line there is a three-point line and the ball should not confuse you he doesn't understand the game very well um he likes it traditional but that's something we would have thought old goose would have got confused up with but he's adapted with the times of basketball Another thing we see is that uh later in the game Joseph gets another SWAT this time on his soon to be cousin uh, Butt Sudge Bean. Bean the third. Then we see Mesh. He adds to the three ball count. Mesh, he's been a guy this year who's just, he's, he's an underrated shooter and he can put the ball in the hoop when it counts. And, and then next, right after this, we see Joe Bean Jr., JBJ. He, get, he gets subbed out of the game, goes over to the cooler to get a water. Then he mouths to us. Tyler just isn't cheering. And it's just like, dude, every game. And now Joe Bean, our star point guard, knows. And it's like, come on. It just hurts because you see how much Joe Bean cares about the team. He would have given his left testicle to play the Kennedy again. And when you see you guys not cheering, it hurts him. I saw him a little teary-eyed. He wears his heart on his shoulder when he is on the court. And... I just wish everybody was like him. It helps with a good role model on JBS, Joe Bean Sr. Yeah. And someone at a young age to be a good teammate and to care about the game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Another quote we get from Coach Freeman is, we need space so our offense can run free. That is a Coach Mike Freeman That's how you quote. break a zone. And that's, that's exactly what he means by how we break a zone. He, he uses his language to really hit home with the players. We need space so our offense can run free. He wants our offense to be as free as it can be. He wants us to have as much space as we can because he knows when we have space, we can make these shots. What Coach Gianforte loves to say, you break the zone, I'll get you a calzone, which means as if you can crack the zone and get buckets the next Friday, Coach Gianforte will show up with a calzone for the whole team to eat. And a calzone, what is a calzone exactly, uh, Davis, for our listeners that don't know? It is essentially a pizza that is folded over. Precisely. The ball, can you break that down for us? Yeah, you're a calzone expert in the, in the studio today. The best kind of calzone, you got to get all your toppings in there. Yep. You got to uh, mix your pizza sauce. Your cheese and your toppings, and then you're good. All right. All right. <laughs> we haven't heard much from Numfin tonight. You got anything you want to say, Numfin? I think the team played well today. All right. Let's try and be <laughs> a little bit more bland. And now onto your favorite segment, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Lorraine Cunningham is tonight's hit the road jack player of the game. We got a couple of things that defined his game tonight. 
First, he gets swatted. One of the most intense swats we've seen. It, uh, I don't know what Michael Lorraine Cunningham's deal is, but whenever he goes up to her layup, he feels some weird need that he needs to cock it back. And, and to the side. To it the makes side. No it makes no like sense. he's dunking it. And he just gets swatted. It's happened in the last couple of games. Let's see if the streak can continue next week at Linmar. Um, but we don't know. We also have a quote, um, an anonymous quote. Lorraine's shot didn't even get high enough to go in the hoop. That that was referred to earlier. He takes a mid-range jumpy, as yeah. Eddie Biku says. It doesn't even get high enough to go in the hoop. That is no Basketball Jones. <laughs> that is not what Basketball Jones would do. And we do overhear Coach Mike Freeman say, usually he'd be mad at that shot, but Michael was being aggressive. Which now, I don't think we need to be promoting that. <laughs> yeah. He was also it, kind of bipolar with the shots between Michael and Thomas because Thomas did not take an open three, and he yelled at Thomas for not taking it, which I can see both sides because I don't think Thomas really should be taking it. But then again, it was also open. Yeah, it's a it's a tough call. Um, but yeah, you know what, Michael, hit the road, Jack, and don't come back till you till you can. Again, last week, I don't not know. Not embarrassed. It got to his head when we were giving him some sugar. He was playing okay, but then he just gets that, and then he told me. I don't need to get better. I already play good. Well, you didn't play good tonight. All right? <laughs> that, uh, ain't that the truth? Uh, another observation we had is if we could have made the three ball like we did tonight and just overall how we played, uh, we, we'd we have Kennedy's record. We're going to be Fargo bound. I mean, if we would have been playing like this like we did tonight all year, we'd probably have Kennedy's record. If we can we'd keep- have about 17 wins and about two two or three losses probably. If we keep playing like this... Freeman and friends will be making the trip to the well and hopefully watching our Saints hoist up the state. Knock on wood, we keep it going. Um, the Freeman and friends' favorite moment of the game was when Grubby Sundell got his ankles broken. Uh, number two, he was an explosive driver, and he did a little, you know, couple-step driving, snapped it back on Grubby and sent his ankles one way and his body the other. I think it was because Bailey Fry was there tonight. He was also watching her, not just the ball. Thomas's body was going in all different directions during this play, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it was pretty funny, if you ask us. And I mean, But the good thing about Thomas, though, he's already very low to the ground. He fell over, but when he does fall over, he's almost still standing up. <laughs> he pops right back up. Yes. Pretty astonishing. With all the momentum he has going down, it just bops him right back up. It's pretty astonishing how he does it. Um, before we forget tonight, we have the um, General Mills play of the game. That's Joseph Lemker. And we also have a new um, a new player of the game, I guess you could say, is the dump the slump player of the game. And that also goes to Joseph Lemker. This is one of the best games of the year that we've seen out of Joseph. He seemed to be back in his element back when he was a sophomore, beat, single-handedly beating the varsity team with a bunch of nobody bunch of joey bag of donuts and yeah. uh it, it seemed like an old joseph lemker that we ain't seen in a while so props to joseph to being the first recipient of the freeman and friends dump the slump award and then do you want to give the player of the game davis uh player of the game we're going to give to the tall spaniard it was an incredible performance we saw out of end tonight he uh 
he really figured out how to shake the stone off of his hands, and yeah. uh, he came back. He was he, he poured water on it, and and he seemed to wash it off very good. And he came back, and he was catching all of them and putting the putting the little ones in the hoop. And as Coach Gianforte always preaches, it ain't about size. Size doesn't matter. It's the little ones that count. Um, the Iowa Walls stone hands of the game goes to. Gavin Gales, he was tossed a water bottle and he dropped it on the bench and the water went everywhere. <laughs> it explodes and goes everywhere. Like, come on, GG. It actually got all over butt sudge, Justin Valenta, and I just feel bad. Yeah, sorry, Justin, but that's something that you kind of expect at a GG, to be honest. Shouldn't be that close to GG. Um... As we look forward, we've got Linmar next week. That's a big rivalry game. And Roll Saints. Yeah, one thing we want to add, we got some criticism tonight about our podcast that they've been a little bit long and repetitive. And um, we're trying our best. We thought we crammed all the information to this one. And what infor- what criticism we got is that we need to grab them by the nuts, look them in the eye, and give them the podcast. And that's what we're trying to do tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Drive safe and have a good night. This is your Freeman and Friends. Baby, you.